Welcome back to Revolutionary Health Live, the show that focuses on Black gay men's health and wellness. I'm your host, Michael Ward. I'm so very excited to have you tonight. But before we get into tonight's episode, make sure that you follow us on all our social media at CNP Tribe. Like, subscribe, follow, tell a friend about this video, share it to your social media right now because we want to include you on the conversation with my very special guest tonight, Lamont White. You may have heard of him, but if not, Lamont White is the founder of Better Way to Meet, an Atlanta-based gay dating service that launched in 2014. He holds a master's degree in professional counseling and provides therapy to single gay men and couples the company. He's married to Art White, and the couple lives in Atlanta and is co-parenting their two nephews. So without further ado, I will welcome Lamont White to Revolutionary Health Live. How are you? Hey, Michael. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I am all right. I wore a little pink for you. We're talking about love, dating, relationships. It's the last day of Pride Month, so we're celebrating a little Black gay love. So it's a good night. <laughs> yes, happy Pride. Happy Pride, but everyone as well, like I said, we are live, so make sure you drop your comments, your questions, anything that you want to ask us while we're here, because we want to include you all on the conversation. And from everything that y'all have been sending me so far, they want to know about love and dating and relationships. Okay. <laughs> but you are also coming to CNP TV. Congratulations with your show, Gay Men's Guide to Dating. Um, as well. So just tell us a little bit about the show and what can we expect? So listen, you know, I tell people there, there was no book on gay dating when I grew up. There was also really no role models on how two men should love each other, how we should argue, how we should, you know, come to resolutions. So I did a series of videos just for single guys and one for couples. Um, but like it really talks about some of the issues that gay men struggle with as they try to date, as they try to navigate relationships. I'm telling you, like I pay people pay money to hear me talk about this stuff one on one. And for you all, you know, I did a series of videos. That I think it's really going to help people and change their lives. Really? Like it's that deep. Yes. I mean, the first episode um, is like literally blowing up. Um, the one with Kevin Samuels. Lord, today. Yes. <laughs> with dating about, you know, a lot of the things that don't apply to Black gay men in relationships because it's, it's a very unique set of circumstances. We didn't have a lot of images or ideas or anything. And I shouldn't say we. I didn't have a lot um, of that growing up and knowing what a healthy relationship looks like and even how to date. You know, what does what does that look like in the world? And now that we back outside, as people say, you know, we got our vaccinations, we're vaxxed in the wax, as the people like to say out here. And everybody is looking good outside. It's just the sun is hot. People really want to know, like, how are we dating post-COVID? Like, where are we meeting guys? How are we doing this? Are we in person? Are we online? What's the best way for us to, to mm -hmm. So actually, look, Michael, guys are actually getting back out there and dating. Well, I, I do feel like the gays really didn't take a break during COVID. I feel like we were still out there, like at, at the park, at the clubs, especially if you live in Georgia. I feel like Georgia was really never, really ever shut down. But, 
But guys are actually still out there trying to find love and they're doing it mostly online. Like I do uh, matchmaking for guys all over the United States. And one of the things that guys are saying is like, hey, now is the time to find love. A lot of guys, you know, they lost loved ones and friends last year. So it has reshaped how they look at the world. And they're like, time is short. So let me focus on myself and find someone to connect with. You know, it, it, it just really has changed how people um, have prioritized, you know, relationships. Mm -hmm. And most people are on Jacked. You know, shout out to, shout out to um, Jacked. Jack Pro, thank you, um, that are out there. And a lot of people in my circle, my friend group, that we complain so much about being on Jacked and having to get on the apps and taking breaks and finding people and uh, Tinder and all of these other kind of things. But you have some very specific advice for people that are using dating apps. Um, can you just share a little bit about how you can snag you somebody on Jacked? So listen, yes, you can snag a hookup <laughs> on Jacked right at two o'clock in the morning. But you can also snag a husband on, on Jacked and Grinder. It is all about how you are packaging yourself, right? And I think I'm the guy who's trying to change how gay men use apps. Like, I think if you put your real picture up there, think like social media type pictures, like your face, like... <laughs> Like, not your chest. <laughs> like, literally, put your face out there. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, guys who live in small towns. Like, if you live in Cleveland, Ohio, and Jackson, Mississippi, you should really be on the apps with your face picture so that um, people can see who you are. And I, I hear Michael Guy say, oh, no, I don't want people to know I'm out there like that. Uh. So here's the thing. If people know you're gay, so I, I get it. So if you're out of the closet, that argument is for not, okay? If you wanna find a guy, people need to know that you're single, that you're gay, and that you're looking for love. So there is no shade, there's no shame if you have your face picture out on an app saying, hey, I'm looking to date, right? Mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to push gay men to get over that hurdle. It is a challenge, but I tell you, my dating coaching clients, I force them to do that. And guess what they do? Mm -hmm. They say, Lamont, I found two dates. Mm -hmm. like, it works. It like it literally works. Like I tell people, do it for two weeks and see what happens. Like you'll go on a date. Yes. And don't be afraid to ask people out on dates either on apps, because I think one of my concerns was, is that, oh, my God, like sitting back and waiting. Are you really interested? Like. But one of the, one of my approaches too has just been like within the first five messages, depending on how many drinks that I've had and what time of night it is, <laughs> is it's like, hey, let's continue this offline. Do you mind if uh, we can meet up X, Y, and Z to kind of move that conversation offline has been fruitful for me. I have my face out there. So if y'all see me on Jack, that is me. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that catfish? <laughs> it is not catfish. That is actually me. Um, that is out there on that. But I just want to shout out Aaron McIntyre in the chat that said it's husband time. Yes, a lot of people are out here looking for husbands, Aaron. So definitely, you may, you may find your husband, like you said, here on Jacked. Um, as well, if you're just tuning in, I'm sitting with Lamont White, the founder of Better Way to Meet here in Atlanta. 
uh, Atlanta-based gay dating service as well, and he's a dating coach. So a lot of a lot of people ask me as well on Instagram, like, what exactly is a gay a gay dating coach like, or using a dating service? There's this hesitancy around like using a dating coach. Can you just explain like a little bit about what you do? Right, right, right. So people were like, Lamont, what is that? So I tell people, I, I am the gay dating coach, okay? So I specialize in working with gay men to kind of hear what their challenges are with dating. Um, and that could range from a number of things. Some gay men struggle with, you know, internalized homophobia. Some don't know how to flirt. Um, some, you know, have their checklist that they ask guys when they first go on a date, which really sucks. So I sit down with my clients one-on-one -on -one I hear their struggles and I change, I, I change them. I say, this is what I want you to do differently. Sometimes it's uncomfortable, but it actually works for my clients. Like if you have a goal for your dating life, I push you to, to achieve it. Like you talk to any of my dating coaching clients, they will tell you they are 100% satisfied because it changes how they do things. And sometimes um, our friends might give us advice but it's really not, <laughs> it really doesn't work. Like I have done the research and I work with other dating coaches on what really works to find love. Mm. And do you think it's also different when you have somebody that's not in your friend group or someone that you don't know or don't doesn't know your patterns or anything like that to look at the, the ways that you're meeting guys, the patterns, all of like what you do, the conversation, the issues that you have that doesn't know anything about you to give a, a different perspective as well? Well, I think friends' advice can be great, but sometimes it can be wrong. Mm -hmm. I, so I look at the psychology behind dating and also the psychology behind um, who you are, your personality type, and what you actually want to achieve. Like, I'm not just giving you shits and giggles about what you should do. I'm telling you the strategies that have been proven to work to find love and not just to find love but to stay in a healthy relationship because it's easy to meet someone. But after, you know, that weird stage of two or three months of dating where guys kind of fall off, mm -hmm. it's like, how do you keep the momentum going? How do you keep the chemistry there? So I really work with couples um, also to make sure that they stay together. Come on, chemistry. And what if you're not in Atlanta? Like if you're in uh, Mississippi or any of these other small towns, uh, and they also use your services? Oh, 100%. So last year, back in April, I branched out to working in any major city in the United States for matchmaking. So like last week, I sent a couple um, in Dallas on a date. And so I work, and no, it doesn't matter what city you live in, I work with you. I even have some international um, clients as well. Come on, international, we love to see it. The people yeah. that I love overseas and everywhere. I mean, Especially, like I said, coming coming into this pandemic of dating differently and even having your revolutionary health when we were talking about hooking up and finding different ways of intimacy. Um, and you said chemistry. So a lot of people have spent a lot of time with their partners inside of the house and getting to know them on an, a more intimate level. What are some ways that you suggest with couples that they can spice it up or switch up the routine or even keep it healthy? You know, you, I, I feel like, you know, we're back outside. You start seeing different people, whatever your arrangement is, no judgment. Mm -hmm. 
here. But if you've been in the house with your partner or partners, you know, for this long period of time, how can you keep them coming home? Right. So I say Netflix and chill. That's not a date. Okay. Mm. It's not a date. Jasmine Sullivan said, take a bitch out to dinner. Right. So it's literally getting out the house and going on a date. I say, especially for couples who have been, um, you know, quarantined all last year, go indoor rock climbing, go bike riding. If you live in Atlanta, go hang out on the Beltline. Grab, you know, a drink and just some music and walk around so you can enjoy each other's company. Um, particularly, I say for couples, um, find activities where it's the two of you. Not like a bar or a club where there's all these other people in your business. Find something that the two of you can focus on each other. You know, like bring that romance back. Look into each other's eyes. You got to rub on your man. Like you have to flirt even when you're in a relationship. Don't forget to do that. Okay. <laughs> Come on, flirt while you are in this relationship. Yes. Phone them a little bit. Just, just tell them what you want to hear. Hey, Malik, I see you as well in the chat. Um, thank you so much for joining us um, with us. We are getting a lot of good advice. I'm sitting here with Lamont White, the gay dating coach. So listen, nothing in life is free. So if you want more beyond what we are giving you tonight, which is a lot of great advice, make sure that you hire him a better way to meet um, as well. A lot of people talked about being ghosted and asking me questions about um, how, how are we handling being ghosted when we out of the house you know he was talking to me every day he was facetiming me like he was texting me all the time now that we back outside and they got their moderna they Pfizer, they johnson and they johnson <laughs> <laughs> that it seems to be like he just up and disappeared so how are we how do we handle being ghosted you know when they just fall off after you've been talking for three to four months and listen 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 ghosting unfortunately is a part of dating Okay, whether you're straight, gay, bi, in between, sometimes guys just don't know how to um, man up or be an adult and say, hey, I'm no longer interested. Or you did something to piss me off. Or the sex was whack. Like, they don't know how to say this just is not working out. So what they do is just block you, don't return your phone calls, and ignore you. And it just happens in dating. So I always tell guys, like, if it happens, it is what it is. But there are ways that you can prevent that from happening. Like, on your first date, you can be like, hey, you know, if this doesn't work out, just let me know. Or if you're not feeling this, let me know. Instead of just assuming that the two of you are doing a second date. Like, set the environment, say, hey, you know, this doesn't really have to work out if you're okay with that. From my experience, it sounds it sounds wonderful. <laughs> but you go to Facebook and you see that you've been unfriended, you've been blocked, you can't find them no more. All of a sudden, they text you back three to day, three days later, and you're like, all you had to say was that you know we're not compatible, it's not working out, whatever. But my question though is, Michael, what did you do on the date for the guy to feel that uncomfortable? Not to say like this is not working, or for him to like, what happened on that date? Like, did you cuss him out? Did you do something rude? Like, I would be giving too much away if I answered that. <laughs> you give me resting bitch face. Like, that's probably what happened. That's, that's what probably happened, right? Probably, because I do be on my guard a lot of times. And, and I think 
I like to ask the questions like, are you going to waste my time or not? Because I work full time. I hope mm -hmm. Revolutionary Health Live. Yes, people were live. Um, and, I, and I act. I do my other projects. So the time that I spend, I want to make sure that it's quality time. And it's just, what are you into? Let's mm -hmm. go ahead and talk about what do we like sexually? Because at this point, like, there's no need of us getting to the bedroom and we both. That's a first date question you ask? Yes. Like, what, what are you interested in? Because again, two, three dates down the line. I... That is so, so that's why you get ghosted. That's not a first date question. Okay. Is that first date, uh, I mean, because some people try to be elusive on their Jack profiles, and I just need to know for clarity. So here's the thing. And I did it. One of the videos talks about dating online. You should have everything filled out on your Jack profile. You should put your height, your weight, your age, your race and your sexual position because you don't want to waste someone's time. But, you know, Michael, on the first date, it's all about having fun. Mm -hmm. That's it. Now, if you're trying to have sex, then you can bring up the sex conversation. But my here's my rule of thumb. Go with the flow, okay? Go Just go with the chemistry of the flow. You know, sometimes, sometimes you don't always have to ask certain questions. So, like, people are like, hey, Lamont, is a good question on a first date like how much money you make or how do you how do you manage your money? What's your credit score? No, no, you don't have to ask those types of questions. What you do, on the other hand, is sit back, listen, watch how the person talks about money. Are they complaining about being broke? Are they complaining about paying bills? Did they say they forgot to pay something? That'll tell you. Like sometimes you don't have to ask the question directly, including about sexual positions. You. Sometimes you just need to be like, go with the flow. But you, so you're like, uh, uh some of you all who are strict top, strict bottoms, y'all like, I need to know. <laughs> I mean, but sometimes the verse energy gives you something a little different when you meet them in person. So, <laughs> but I, I love that idea. Have fun. And to me, one of the things I had to learn too is I used to be the formal, let's sit down and go to dinner and do this whole like interview process, which was a not working in my favor favor either, mm -hmm. but switching it to activities that were active, mm -hmm. uh, both got to do that we kind of had almost like team building, we had to rely on each other. Um, things that took me out of my head, cause I'm in my head a lot. Like I say, I work a lot people, um, but those kind of activities were really, really helpful for me. So I appreciate that, have fun. Mm -hmm. And I just want to shout out Douglas Braxton in the chat right now that says, let me go sign up. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Douglas. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> yes, go sign up. And as well, Aaron, again, says people don't read. You know, sometimes you get caught up in that. Sometimes you get caught up in the in the chest, in the face photo, and you forget to read between the lines, even on that first date. He's like, I said I was a bottom. Did you not see it? Like, you know, I didn't see that. I just was blinded by the, the, the dreads. Yeah. <laughs> but as well, one of the things that has been giving people life that they've let me know is shoot your shot on Instagram. Can you just talk a little bit about shoot your shot? <laughs> so listen, Michael, shoot your shot Wednesday is a hilarious way for an entertaining way for guys who are, are like, hey, Lamont, I'm looking for love. So I tell people it is for entertainment purposes. <laughs> what, I, what I love is that. Um, I invite single guys on my Instagram live every Wednesday night to shoot their shot. Like I ask them um, funny questions, insightful questions, and of course some spicy questions 
about being single. And then I encourage people to slide in their DM and invite them on a date. Um, I've been doing this since February. It, it is my Wednesday highlight. Like, you don't understand. Like, people will screenshot me pictures. Oh, we're on a date. Or I'm flying up to D.C. to go meet the guy. Should we stay in a hotel? I'm like, don't ask me for that advice because I want no liability, okay? When your liver's missing, <laughs> like, I want no trouble. <laughs> oh. <laughs> kind of discernment though and i had a question about this too because someone asked me how do you weed out the f boys well you know it's family friendly show people but how do we weed them out and i like to say this discernment sometimes you got to be a little bit discerning about who you give your time and your energy to but even when you're scrolling through jack to you're on shoot your shot and sliding in the inbox um on wednesday night how do you stay away from the f boys so two things, two things. One is listen to what they're talking about, okay? What is your conversation about? If your conversation is only about sex and like very high level, how's your day gone, blah, 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 he's not interested in dating you. Also, um, look at his, his commitment. Is he, being, is he being committed to speaking to you every day, to spending time with you? Do you actually go on a date? Netflix and chill is not a date, okay? If he only comes over your house when the sun is down, that's not a date, okay? It's all about sex, okay? Uh, here's, here's, a, here's a better response. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, W-Y-D text? He's not dating you. Sorry if I hurt somebody's feelings, but he's not dating you. Dang. You know, I excited sometimes when you get that WYD text. <laughs> when the good I wish my husband would send me a what you're doing text. I'll be like... <laughs> yes. I mean, every now and again, you just want a little switch up, but you know, I like a little good morning text. Sometimes, you know, that's how you you in there, are you really thinking about me when you first wake up? You know, when you had that little sleepy voice right in the beginning, just just call me up and let me hear for a little second a little in the fantasy. Um, Lamont Sinclair, thank you uh, so much for your comment. He says, I love Shoot Your Shot Wednesdays. It is surely entertaining. Yes, yes, it is. It's been getting us through this pandemic. So definitely thank, thank you for that as well. What about the married folks out there? What is it? I know you have an episode coming up as well about gay married life. And I love the fact that we are seeing so many black gay couples and that celebrated. And a lot of folks got married during this pandemic. So congrats to, to you. Congrats to all the married uh, couples. Yeah, so last year I got married during a pandemic, like, and I had a hundred people at the wedding. Ugh, right. <laughs> and it was gorgeous. <laughs> no mask. <laughs> but nobody got COVID. So that's the one thing which is amazing. Um, but yeah, I had to change my last, my last name. My last name was Scales. I dropped it, didn't even hyphenate it. So it's Lamont White now. Um, but I did do a video just for couples. And um my husband is in the video, and we are, you know, answering random questions that you would want to know from a couple um, who just got married. And I will tell you, some of the questions were a little intrusive. <laughs> and I think we shared a lot. And what we did was, Michael, we did one take, no edits. We like answered questions and responded. So 
that's what you got. No chaser. <laughs> I'm on one take, Shorty. I applaud y'all. Lord. Ooh, so, you know, look out for that video. And, you know, if you, if you know my husband, <laughs> he has no filter. So <laughs> I apologize now. <laughs> yes, look out. I'm so excited. The Gay Men's Guide to Dating. Gay Men's Dating. Ooh, got something in my throat. Not in a good way. Starting on CNP TV in July. Uh, for those episodes that are coming out. One question that I do have as well for the married couples, uh, a lot of a lot of the advice is to hang out with other uh, Black gay couples. How do you feel about that? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? So, I think, I th so I think what is really great is if you're in a relationship is to surround yourself with people that support your relationship, okay? So if you have a bunch of single friends who want to keep you single, mm-mm. Right. Like what? Because what happens is like couples go through arguments. And if you have that friend who was like, oh, forget him. He ain't. That's not the friend you want to hang out with. OK, you mm -hmm. the couple should find other couples that are supporting them. OK, it's always great also to have a couple that might mentor you, especially if you are a younger couple where you can like, hey, bounce ideas off of each other. Yeah, I think it's always a great that's great advice. Come on. Sometimes you have to learn the hard way. <laughs> Leave that friend alone, Michael. You know, you know, get people that support your relationship, right? And that hold you accountable and will call you out on your stuff. Because you are not always right. Yes. I'm talking about me. <laughs> oh, I've, I've learned the hard way. Listen, counseling yeah. and therapy was, it was, it was in-depth. And one of the things that um, even getting into therapy that I had to get real with my sisters ask, am I ready to date? Like, mm. am I ready to date? Am I really looking for a relationship? All of those kind of hard questions. I just want to ask you, how does someone know <laughs> that they may be ready to date? Because a lot of us, let me stop using that. I felt at one point that I was not ready to date because I have a roommate, I didn't have a car at the time, mm -hmm that in Atlanta standard, I was very intimidated of like, what can I offer somebody and bring them to the table? You know, when it comes to dating in this realm, my personal journey, I've since gotten therapy and worked through a lot of those things. But for people that are asking like, am I ready to date? How do I know I'm ready to date? Yeah. You. Right, I always say, take your time. You know, take your time when you're trying to figure out if you're ready to date. and. Some of you may like this response. Some of you may not like this response, but I'm going to say it anyway. It is okay to take your time and make sure you're developing yourself mentally, physically, financially, and spiritually. If you have not done that work there, I don't mean you have to be perfect, but if you're not working on those four areas, you are not ready to dig. Okay? Because what you're going to do is you're going to bring someone into your journey of trying to improve yourself. So you're talking about like maybe not ha having the best job you want or maybe um, not having a car or that is a great place to be in. Embrace it. Embrace the struggle of developing yourself, um, especially for gay men who are like in their 20s. That is your time to focus on your career and then enjoy yourself. When you get in your 30s, that's the time to actually start settling down and finding love. So if you, if you are, so I'm gonna say this again: if you're not mentally, 
physically, when I say physically, health-wise, like, are you taking care of your heart? Are you taking, you have an exercise routine? Are you taking your medicine, right? If you're not, you're not ready to date, okay? Come on. Sorry. Just be ready to talk about sorry. it. Don't, don't, be, <laughs> don't be sorry about it. Sometimes it takes accountability, like you said, in knowing yourself and getting real. Oh my God. So we are about to get out of here with people. So just last comments, final questions, anything, make sure that you drop them in the chat. But I just want to ask you as well, Lamont, how can we find you? How can we support you? Um, how do we find out more about Better Way to Meet for um, people who want to sign up like Douglas? Yeah. So, hey, Douglas. I, so I tell people like my goal is when I am 60 and I look back at my life, I can look at all the couples that I've helped you know, get into relationships, get married and build these gay families. Like I didn't have role models of gay men when I was growing up. So I am that guy who's pushing for gay men to fall in love and build relationships and families. So I, I, I do dating coaching, I do matchmaking and I do couples counseling as well. Um, you can go to my website, it's betterwaytomeet.com and look at my services, my packages, I'm affordable. I'm gonna be raising my prices soon, but you know they are what they are right now. <laughs> Get in while you while you can. I'm listening. Listen, because again, this is such good advice. You can shoot your shot on Wednesdays on Instagram. Make sure that you tune in to the Gay Man's Guide to Dating starting on CNP TV in July. I don't know why I keep tripping over that. Maybe I'm getting nervous. I'm sweating. The people can't. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to dating, love, and relationships. But I appreciate everyone that tuned into tonight's talk. It was such a great episode. We want to see everyone in love. Again, it's the last day of Pride Month. So make sure that you share this video, like, subscribe, comment to everything um, on our social media at CNP Tribe. And make sure that you join us next time right here, Facebook Live, Revolutionary Health Live with me, your host, Michael Ward. And as always, be good to yourself, people. Talk to y'all later.